Now, Overdrive Radio shifts gears to entrepreneurs in overdrive as we speak to entrepreneurs and visionaries to inspire and to highlight local businesses in our communities. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Overdrive Radio. This is the Entrepreneur Hour. With me in the studio, I have my co-host, Taryn. Hi, everybody again. And our producer, Mr. Eric. And he nods his head. <laughs> we get the, what do you call it? The baseball season started yesterday. So, yes, we get the baseball nod. That's good. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, the first thing I want to, before we uh, get our guest on, we have we have a great episode and great lineup for you. Um, I, I wanted to thank, uh, on behalf of Universal Tire and Auto, I want to thank Commissioner Drummond of the uh, city of Longwood. Uh, for nominating our manager, uh, Rob Nestor, for Businessman of the Month, a month of July. So, yay, yay Mr. Rob. Yay, yay, yay. And thank you, uh, Commissioner Drummond. Needless to say, uh, Rob was voted unanimously as the uh, Businessman of the Month. So, awesome, outstanding, congratulations, and um, yay, Rob. Okay, so with us, uh, well, not with us in the studio, but with us over the phone, uh, Taryn, are you prepared to uh, drum roll? <laughs> let's, uh, let's introduce our new guest. All right, so with us on the phone, we have John. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, John. So this is John Prochelle. He is the owner of Teak Neighborhood Grill. So they have two locations in Maitland and Orlando. And if I may say uh, and read out some of their awards and recognitions, it's pretty uh, incredible. Best Burger, Top 10 Burger Joint, Must Do in Central Florida, World Class Burger in Florida. Uh, they were featured in the Cooking Channel on Late Night Eats. And then on July 29th, they will be on Food Paradise on the Cooking Channel at 9 p.m. So, John, that's all. You guys are working hard over there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've been super fortunate to. Uh to uh, be voted uh, uh, on all those awards, and it's uh, it's very humbling, and, and I'm super proud of uh, super well, proud of my team. Th- thank thank you for being humble, John. But that th- those those are not a coincidence. <laughs> That's for sure. You you don't have the best burger just because you know it happened to be the no. Come on, no, uh, you yeah, guys yeah. are are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, your food is oh, is absolutely much. awesome, and. Um, would have loved to have a taste today, but hint, hint. Unfortunately, no, COVID but, uh, has, kept, has kept us I know, separated. this COVID <laughs> thing, yes, man, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it really is. Uh, and, and that's and that's what we really, um, you know, being successful is is no is, is no accident. Uh, that, that There's not, you know, there's no way anybody can be successful by accident. If they do, they don't last. And if they do, they don't want win so many awards. And if they do, they don't get uh, featured and, um, you know, uh, shown uh, everywhere. They don't grab national attention. So um, sure. uh, what? OK, first of all, what is the philosophy of John that made John um, uh, that made Teak Neighborhood Grill successful that John brought to it, implemented it and made that that restaurant successful? Well, I mean, one of our main focuses was really just we, we wanted to have kind of crazy, unique style burgers. I mean, that was, you know, we wanted to be, you know, 
Instagram, Facebook worthy, you know, uh, a, a lot of people, it's, it's really neat when they come in the restaurant. I mean, everyone always has their phones out. They're taking pictures because our burgers are, are huge they're over the top. They have unique ingredients. Yeah. Um, we have, including our secret menu, we have almost between 33 and 35 burgers, um, to choose from. Wow. So, yeah, so that that alone, besides all the rest of the stuff that we offer on our menu, um, it just gives people so many choices to keep coming back. And and I think just with, with everything being so unique and and big and, and picture worthy and and just it's it become kind of a a novelty. It's it's, it's been really fun and and to watch the the process from the beginning all the way till now. Yeah, to watch it grow. Yeah. So you started um you started in two thousand ten, right? Correct. Yep. So what brought, what brought you into, you know, starting out with Teak Neighborhood Grill? Um, well, I jokingly say around this, I go, I call it the Tom Cruise effect when I was a kid, watching, <laughs> <laughs> growing up, watching the movie Cocktail and Top Gun and all that stuff. He made me want to do a bunch of those different things as a kid, but I've always been interested in it. And I started out when I went to college, I, I did like most kids, uh, or I should say kids, but uh, uh, college students do and, and and, uh, you know, that's the bartender serve. And I really, really fell in love with it. And uh, I started moving up the chain and I worked as a food and beverage manager for. Um, and I just I, I really found a, a passion for it. And I love, you know, working with people. And I, I just love the service industry. It's, it's really exciting. Absolutely. I agree with you. It's, it's it's probably I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that. um that are made for, for, for this industry, uh, the, the service industry in general, I'm talking. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people that just don't belong in it. <laughs> that's that's a fact, yeah. unfortunately. No matter how yeah, creative, absolutely. how good they are, they just don't belong in it. Or they sure. belong behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, before we get into your your, your guys' unique concepts, and, and I love uh, the unique concepts uh, that you guys have, and I think that that's definitely a, a great um, uh, a great ingredient of the success that you guys are having. Uh, what um, what prompted you, as Taryn, I think was um, was uh, was thinking to ask, is what prompted you to uh, why um, why come up with this concept, this particular like the 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 burger, the you know the the different burger concept. Um, as far as far as like, uh, you know, OK, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, some people will say I like, um, you know, uh, I, I like hot dogs. <laughs> so the, the you know, I knew it had to be something in hot dogs. So I wanted to come up with something unique. But w- why burgers? Why? Um, I, I know. Uh, how can I put this without? Um, uh, what is the thing about uh having different concept, I mean, different amount of uh, burgers, I mean, like a lot of options of burgers uh, that, that makes people so interested in it. You think that, that makes it uh, so successful. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I really just think it's just the uniqueness of the, uh, you know, the, the different flavor and the ingredients. I mean, um, for example, you know, we have a, we have a, uh, Pearl sugar infused waffle that we use for a burger. Wow! And yeah, and, and so we have waffle burgers, we have donut burgers, we have crony burgers, which is a 
a hybrid of a croissant between a donut and a croissant. I'm sorry, a croissant and a donut. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that sounds yeah, delicious Yeah, that's really, right now. really popular as well with that. I said that sounds delicious right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, it's, I mean, they're definitely, um, you know, uh, something out of the ordinary. I mean, it's not uh, something you can normally get at another burger joint. Um that, that's exactly have, what I mean. I mean, the uniqueness in the burger thing, because most people, you say burger, they think, ah, great. <laughs> uh, patty, slap some cheese on it, uh, bun, sure. you know, uh, some some condiments, you know, uh, you know ketchup, uh, mustard, whatever, uh, whatever you like, mayo, uh, you know, and, and that's a burger. And and the, the uniqueness of the stuff is is just I'm, I'm, it's just baffling to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, how did you guys come up with these concepts? Well, the um, I mean, every time we do a menu change, we literally we just uh, I have all my back of the house team and even sometimes front of the house team. You know, I said, hey, all right, guys, new menu change. All right. So I want you to come up with your own recipe. You know, you can come up with one, two, three, however many you want. You know, I want you to um, give me a detail of the ingredients. I want you to cost it out, you know, because, you know, we, we teach all these guys to do that. Yeah. And then present it to us. So we'll have, a, you know, the management the management team and the kitchen team will all sit around a table and let's we'll do tastings for, for a couple of days. And we're like, okay, I like this. I like that. Uh, maybe take this off that burger, but maybe – you know, add this on there and let, let's try tasting it like that. And, and that's really kind of how we come up with our new burgers um, um, to add and change onto the menu um, all the time. That's awesome. It's just like the uh, like those cooking shows, you know, where they have the contests and whatever. I want you to do this, do this or well, they they come up with it on their own, but they come over to you and you guys sit there and you go, hmm, this really tastes good. Or, yeah, this is one little extra ingredient. Let's take out the brown sugar from here. Let's add to this, to that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that that sounds Absolutely. like, yeah, that sounds what it, like what it is. That's great. But that's a phenomenal great. idea. So it makes it, it, oh, go ahead. Yeah, and it makes a team, you know, feel like they're part of Absolutely. Know, Very you know, creative. Like, hey, that's my, you know, hey, that's my burger right there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yeah, well, they belong. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Everybody has a piece of the, you know, a uh, piece of the pie. So, or, or everybody has a stake sure. in the in, in the pie or in the whatever. So, go ahead, Taryn. So, I wanted to ask you about your underground menu because I thought that's a phenomenal idea because you're really kind of interacting with your uh, customers through social media. Tell us a little bit more about that secret password that people have to get. Yeah, so um, the underground menu, or a.k.a. the secret menu, was created um, roughly eight years ago, um, and it was really just to to drive people to our social media website. Um, and, you know, and obviously to have some fun with, with some of the burgers. Um, that, you know, so, so if you just went in off the street today and, you know, you ate and, you know, you, you, had, you had a great meal, well, you know, it's always surprising to the guests when we say, hey, listen, come back and, uh, and see us next time. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. And like us on Facebook, we have a secret passcode that we post every single month or right around the first of the month. And you can come in, you tell the server your password, and we bring over a box. And you open up the box, and inside that box is the secret menu. I mean, and for has, men, uh, that's great. Yeah, and, and currently right now we have uh, 15 burgers on our underground secret menu. I mean, from an so. advertising perspective, that's an amazing marketing strategy to use. And I mean, I think that's I, I don't feel like I've seen that before. No, that's just the so. uniqueness of it. What was was this your guys's idea? Um, no, actually, it wasn't. 
Um, it was two other chefs, um, idea that we got it from and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was genius and it ended up working out great and we ended up (laughs) really exploiting it and, and it was, it just, it just been a good, a good fun, uh, addition to our, uh, to our menu. Yeah. It became your idea then. That's probably, yeah, kind of custom tailored yeah. to your to your yeah situation. Well, I feel yeah, like absolutely. that's I yeah. feel like that's how business is in general. You you sort of get inspired by everybody. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I do that all the time with our business. I look around and I get inspired by other things that are a great idea. You know what I mean? And you just take it, you make absolutely. it your own, and your you know, own. yep. That's you know that's how you, you know go it's about funny. It. That reminds me of a public speaking joke. Uh, you know, the first time you say, according, and you quote someone, blah blah blah, said X Y Z, whatever. The second time you say, or the third time, you know, you repeat a second time. You may even give the guy the credit. The second time, the third time you say, according to a friend of mine, he said one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> the fourth or fifth time you say, I have always said. <laughs> So all of a sudden, you know, it's your idea. So, but you know, I mean, come on, if you've always, you've always said it, you just, (laughs) so it just became your idea. Absolutely. So I agree 100%. It's, uh, I think, you know, what makes an idea, uh, successful at least to us is how we custom tailor it to our needs, how to make it fit because nothing really is a, is a cookie cutter that is just boom, boom, you know, uh, copy paste type, you know, uh, situation. Well, that's awesome. Um, let's, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, Tara. I wanted to ask Tara's you. chomping at the bit, I, man. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, it's you know, those darn pictures, my, man. Those are really good pictures. You know, what do, what do I watch? I always watch the cooking. Ch- I always watch all that stuff. So this is like my, this is my, my cup of tea. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to find out because when you said before that you have your staff, uh, come up with ideas, I thought, wow, that's a great team building activity because it really brings all of your employees and invest them. They're, they're, they're vested into the business. Yeah. Um, sure. And then I love the fact that you also kind of put responsibility on them to kind of stay in budget. Um, right. how, how do you keep and you know, it sounds like you have a great team. So how do you retain your employees? Like, how do you kind of keep that team going? Yeah. I mean, it's just, you, well, first you got to make it, you, you, we try to make it fun. I mean, I know you're going to have your stressful days, just like uh, just like any other job. But uh, um, and of course, you know, if the the company is doing well, usually, especially the front of the house, you know, th- those people they don't move a lot. They don't move a lot, especially my uh, my team I have over in Maitland right now. They I have a lot of people that have been there. I would probably say sixty, maybe sixty five percent of our staff is has been there since day one, which is you wow. know, three years now. Wow. Since we opened our second location. And, you know, it just goes to show you that, A, you know, obviously they, they enjoy working there and, you know, B, you know, they're making good money, which is, um, a, you know, a, a good thing. Um, because if they're making money, then we're obviously um, making money making too. Money, yeah, so, actually. yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. You keep your employees happy, your business is happy because everybody, you know, is going to work hard and work for the same goal. So, with sure. everything going on right now, with COVID, we, you know, all businesses have been impacted, but especially uh, restaurants. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after the break, I want to talk to you more about, you know, what you guys have done in terms of shifting and kind of leaning in different directions to customize um, the experience for your customers amidst sure. all of the changes. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk to John Prochelle Moore from Teak Neighborhood Grill. Stay tuned. 
Entrepreneurs in Overdrive. Unfiltered, unafraid, on Florida Man Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Entrepreneurs in Overdrive. Um, and I know Taryn's chomping at the bit. Go ahead. <laughs> John, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Awesome. So we have John Prochelle, if you're just tuning in, from Teak Neighborhood Grill. We're talking to him about everything in regards to his restaurants, both in Maitland and Orlando. Uh, amazing burgers. Uh, they have a show that they are going to be featured in on the Cooking Channel coming up on July 29th called Food Paradise. Uh, so we're going to talk about that as well. But First, I want to talk about the elephant in the room for, I feel the like in every, in, room, in every yeah. conversation is always COVID-19. How have you guys handled it? Uh, and, you know, what are you doing differently? Man, I, I, uh, I, I said this to a few different people um, recently. I said, I, I feel the restaurant and bar industry has changed forever. Yes. Um, and we just have to, we're going to have to make some major adjustments to, you know, accompany this new, you know, this, you know, this new elephant in the room, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, we had to make some major changes. Uh, when it first, uh, when we first got uh, forced to shut down and we were still able to stay open, but we had um, only, we were only allowed to do to goes. So to go food. So we were about 85% down in our sales uh, for each store. Wow. Um, yeah, during that uh, period where we were forced to shut down. Now we have, you know, now we're 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 back up higher than that, but mm-hmm. we are definitely, um, uh, I'd say we're we're running between fifty and sixty percent of what we normally used to do. Yeah, I think we and, are the same. Uh, currently, right now, we are we're only allowed to seat fifty percent of fifty uh, percent capacity inside, and all tables inside and out. Um, have to be six feet apart minimum. Um, so that's kind of the rule. So, you know, we had to make some adjustments as far as, um, you know, layout wise, staffing wise. And, you know, we, ha- we had to do a, a lot of uh, uh, things to go above and beyond for, you know, for our guests as well, too, with this COVID. Um, we have a sanitation co- company come in once a week. They spray down the whole restaurant, disinfected it. Um, uh, and go- that goes for both stores. Um, we use QR codes now instead of menus. Oh, so um, guests can come in and they scan the QR code and then they can see the menu on their phone. So, you know, you're uh, you, you're taking away a lot of those, you know, the touch factor when yeah, it comes yeah. to uh, reusing things. And and as much as I love my, you know, my staff, you know, it's it, sometimes it's almost impossible to get every single person to wipe down all the menus, to wipe down this, to wipe down that, you know, every single, you know, yeah. every single time. So by doing that, it kind of it took that out of the equation and made it you know, kind of easier. And I, and I think a lot of the guests are, are getting used to it and mm-hmm. thinking that this is kind of the new norm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that I, but, there's a few things that I see going on now when I'm out that I'm like, huh, I kind of like that better, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it, it's, it is amazing how things are starting to change. Uh, you were and saying, all of our, yeah. all of our uh, uh, staff is in masks and gloves, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's, you know, it's it's taken some getting used to as far as a visual thing, because I feel like, you know, and I'm not arguing with the, you know, the mask or no mask type thing. I'm just saying that it just it's not personable anymore. And I and that's the only thing that I really miss is when, you know, a server or bartender comes up to your table, you know, that you can't see the smile and smile and the mouth is such a huge factor in and and uh, 
sincerity, you know? So. Agreed. Agreed. By the way, uh, the restaurant business is not the only one that's 50, 60%. We're running at 50, 60% of what we were before. It's just, sure, unfortunately, sure. I mean, most business, I, I believe most businesses are at that, you know, kind of threshold yep. right now of the 50, 60%, uh, which is really sad. I mean, it's just, um, do you foresee, uh, this COVID thing, um, at least for, let's talk about at least for the for the restaurant industry do you foresee that uh, and those new norms as we are terming them uh, now <laughs> um it, it's funny what becomes new, uh, the norm right you know what was right. ridiculous to us maybe about a year ago if you had told us this a year ago i'm sure you and i and everybody oh, else would have laughed at it yeah absolutely um so how how long do you think these new norms will last till just just a your opinion, not, not, you know, you as John. I think not, the contactless, yeah. yeah, I think the contactless um, options are, are going to be staying around forever. I think we're eventually, I think we're going to continue to go in that direction, whether it be with payments, whether it be with, um, you know, even like our menu. So, I mean, we have our cocktail menu, our beer menu and our food menu on a QR code. So, I mean, there's like, I mean, there's before, you know, you get these fancy books and you open them up yeah. and they'd be laminated yeah. and yeah. You know, all this you know, good stuff. And I really think that this is, I mean, everyone's becoming more of a germaphobe now more than ever. I mean, yeah. I don't know. How, I mean, yes. I know I'm sure you guys are the same way. Oh, I mean, yeah. I sanitize my hands more oh, now yeah. than I've ever <laughs> had in my life. You can, I in the break, I got up and sanitized my hands. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, it, it, that's not necessarily a bad thing, though, is it? No, absolutely. The QRs because come out of this, in sure. the in the in the automotive industry, believe it or not, we went to this QR thing a few years back, and I remember when it first came out. You know, I'm sitting there going, "What the heck ever next?" You know, uh, why am I going to walk over with my uh, what do you call it with my uh, yeah. phone and scan this? And you know, it's yeah. one of the best things we ever did. I mean, imagine instead of me copying a 17. Uh, digit, uh, you know, alphanumeric, um, uh, you know, VIN number, uh, click, <laughs> it's downloaded into your server. Great. Everything's done. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I believe if it's taken that part of it, at least will be a positive. What do you think? Sure. No, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, Hey, listen, it, it, it's a lot cheaper for me cause I don't have to do reprints on menus. I can just put it on. Ab- I'm, put sure, it I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, that that way, I'm definitely saving money, and and you know, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot less, um, you know, again, you know, uh, ways to spread germs, and and anything you can do to uh, to combat that, I think that's a that, that's a positive. Yeah, yeah, I actually I actually feel like some of the new practices that are now in place in society are going to help us come flu season. Um, oh, yeah. you know, maybe help yeah. kind of reduce yeah. things at that point yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, have you kept your same hours, same days of the week? So that was another thing that got hit for me too. So all my hours have, have lessened uh, for both stores. We used to be, um, my especially my Orlando store, we would stay open until 2 a.m. every single day of the week. Wow. And we would serve food till 1.30 a.m. every single night of the week. And that was one of the reasons why we were on that TV show, um, Late Night Eats. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I called us up and I said, you know, hey, listen, you know, we're, we want to do a show on you guys about good food after midnight. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just like you go to Denny's or IHOP, yeah. you know, just good food. And, and, and that's how that, that show came about. But um, now we're open to uh, 11 o'clock. So now, you know, wow. it's just because the business is not there. There's a, we used to get a ton of hospitality that would come in late yes. night after they get off work, yes. Universal or 
SeaWorld or the hotels and I drive, and all those places are very, very quiet right now. So, and and there's a lot of people that just that, you know they're, they're out of work. They don't have yeah. the money to yeah. to go out. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's I think a, another big contributing factor to um, you know to the sales and and uh, and be, being a, not being able to stay open as late. Yeah, it, you know it's amazing. I've um, when when this thing first started happening, the minute. Um, you know, Universal and and all these hospitality attractions, as you called them, which I agree with it. Uh, the minute it they shut down, I just I remember shaking my head and going, "Oh my God, we're in for it now," yep. because mm-hmm. those I mean, they circulate they so much. Oh my God, <laughs> they absolutely control it. And you know, I never knew. Um, my my brother is CEO of of a of a uh, hospitality, one of those. Uh, kind of, uh, you know, Disney-like uh, companies um, in in a different market. And, and, and he came in, Disney had some sort of a thing uh, that was back in November last year. And he was, he was saying to me, you do realize that, um, you know, uh, Disney um, attraction uh, here in Orlando is the biggest attraction as far as how many people come to it in the world? And I'm like, what? He's talking about like mm-hmm. one simple, one single company. And I'm like, sure, really? And he's like, yeah, you have no idea. And then uh, the minute, the minute this, these things start to happen and they started shutting down, I remembered my brother's uh, words. And I'm I, like I said, I immediately started shaking my head going, oh, my God. But, it, you know, the positive thing is that they're they're starting to reopen conditional safe distancing, social distancing and all that stuff. Um, but, but at least the, the, the first positive signs are coming out, you know, there's still life there, <laughs> I think. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And what, so you offer, uh, you offer seating inside, outside, uh, as well as like delivery and takeout. Yeah. So we, um, so 50% occupancy inside, um, you can do full, we have full occupancy outside, but all the tables have, are minimum, uh, six feet apart. Cause that's the. The uh, recommended required spacing by the CDC, mm-hmm. and uh, we do takeout, uh, online ordering, as well as uh, uh, DoorDash for delivery. Now, I have to ask you: What if you sat down to have one of your burgers? What would be your favorite burger? Uh, All of them? Asking, which one's my favorite? <laughs> yeah, <not> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I know who, exactly who that is. No, it's good. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I love spicy food. So um, the hotter, the better. I mean, I put hot sauce literally on everything. I know it sounds probably awful, but I'm just a big, big spicy food guy. You sound like, like, you sound yes, like sir. Mike. That's me. <laughs> Walking around with my, my sauce bottle. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, our spicy Veronica, um, that that has won an award before. Um, that's really, really good. Our um, uh, Holy Hell Burger, um, that's the... Uh, another one of my favorites as well. So, I mean, they're, they're delicious, really, really good. But our, our number one seller always has been since day one is our, is our drunken monk burger. Um, that sounds good. Which I love the names. I love the names. Yeah. <laughs> the names yeah, so are I mean, awesome. That's our number one seller yeah. burger. Yeah. Oh, awesome. What, what's in it? Oh, so uh, we have herb mayo, um, homemade queso, provolone cheese, uh-huh. uh, roasted cherry tomatoes, 
and we make our, our in-house uh, onion jam with an Angry Orchard cider uh, wow. mixed in. And then we also, yeah, and then uh, we have homemade chips that we top it off on the burger and then a toasted pretzel bun. Man, put me down for that. It's really one. good. <laughs> That's actually I I can see it's why. Amazing. It really is. It's a yeah. great great burger. It's a great burger. Yeah, I can see why. Wow. <laughs> why it's your you know yeah, why it's so people's uh, you know number one. Well, it's your number one seller. So. Well, you know, after the break, I want to talk to you about the new show that's coming out on uh, July 29th, Food Paradise, that features you guys yeah. on the Cooking Channel. So everyone, stay tuned. We are still talking to John Prochelle with Teak Neighborhood Grill. This is Overdrive Radio. Talk to you soon. Entrepreneurs in Overdrive. Unfiltered. Unafraid. On Florida Man Radio. Welcome back to... Entrepreneurs in Overdrive. With us on the phone, we have our guest, John Prochelle, the owner of Teak Neighborhood Grill. Um, and uh, before the break, I know Taryn was, uh, uh, what were you going to ask, Taryn? Yeah, so John, tell us about this food paradise. I know it's going to be airing soon. Um, you know, how, how was that experience? You know, it, it, it was really, really cool. Um, a lot of people, a lot of, well, actually, nobody really knows this, but about uh, a year and 10 months ago is when we first got the call for it. Wow. And I up and on the same day that I got the call from uh, the, the Food Network for uh, Late Night Eats. Okay. Um, totally unrelated, too. Wow. Was Very really ironic. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I thought someone was playing a prank on me. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, joke's on me. But, um, yeah, so the, the show we filmed uh, three months after. We, so we filmed in November um, about a year and a half ago, and they said it would take about three months um, with editing, and then they would, uh, it, would, it would be on the Travel Channel. Well, mm-hmm. during that time, um, it ended up getting, uh, the show ended up getting sold to the Food Network Cooking Channel. Mm-hmm. So they picked it up, but they never... Uh, uh, aired the show. And then when the COVID came around, that's when they really started pushing towards, Hey, listen, this is a great time to really, uh, show and focus restaurants throughout the country because, you know, they're in dire need, they need help. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, which which was awesome. It couldn't, it couldn't come at a, at a, at a perfect time for us because given the situation that we're in right now, you know, but the, the show itself was really, really cool. It was, um, you know, it was all, you know, they came in and, and, uh, and they filmed. Uh, it took about uh, five or six hours, and uh, we had some some of our uh, regulars come in. We had some of uh, our friends and family come in, and and uh, you know, so they got the chance to you know taste some of the food and and give their opinion on it. And it was it was it was a re- really cool and, and and a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah. Um, so and another thing that came out from this was we um so when we came up with so. Before, we would just be able, if you had the secret menu, you would just get the secret menu, and it would be delivered to your table. Well, now, um, we built a box, so you get this key, you unlock the key, and, you know, so it's a whole experience. It. Awesome, know, man. We, we try to make it, you know, yeah. make you feel kind of special. Well, yeah, kind of Aladdin, you know, Aladdin, you know, the you're, Cave you're of Wonders type. Club, yeah, exactly. You know? Real good. Cool. Exactly. I like it's that. It's very cool. Very mysterious. You know, not not to bring it back to the COVID thing, but 
you know, you're you're a business owner. We're going. We're all going through the same thing. Um, what would you tell the consumer? Um, how could you assure, or, or how could you and I possibly? Well, let's start with your industry. How could you, or how would you assure uh, the consumer and say, "Hey, Mr. Consumer, don't be afraid. Come on out. You know, we got you." What would you say to a consumer like that? to make sure that the consumer starts to go back and starts to uh, kind of live normal as normal as well, the new norm. <laughs> Let's not you say make them feel comfortable as far yes. as coming out in the current conditions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're just, I mean, we're going really above and beyond, you know, our staff gets temperature checks every day. Mm-hmm. They had to fill out a, um, a sheet of paper that we have. It has its questionnaire on it. Yep. Everything from, you know, you know, it's it's all the symptom questions and as well as have you traveled uh, outside the state within the last 14 days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the first step of, of when the employees come in. And then the second step is, you know, they're obviously they're wearing, um, uh, they're wearing masks, uh, they're wearing gloves. Uh, they're constantly monitored to, uh, to use uh, sanit- the proper sanitation procedures. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're going above and beyond and having the whole place, uh, you know, sprayed from, you know, from ceiling to floor for disinfectants. Yeah. Uh, once a week, uh, you know, and of course, you know, we have all the stuff that we talked about before the, you know, the QR codes, the throwaway menu. I mean, so there's things that we're doing that are, I feel that we're going way above and beyond to make sure that our guests are feeling safe as well as our, our staff has also volunteered the last two weeks. Every single one of our staff members went out and got tested, yes. which is another, I mean, obviously how hey, you get tested and you get it the next day. I understand that, but it just shows like the, the proactiveness of, of our staff and wanting it to be yeah. everyone to, you know, feel safe. That's excellent. Let me, let me add to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, kind of weigh in on, on something and hopefully, um, you know, maybe help, maybe hopefully help. Uh, but the fact you said a keyword again, I, I'm a business owner, so I, I kind of probably have a, a kind of more inside look into things, um, especially when it comes to businesses the fact that your employees had been there for a long time, they stand, uh, they have a lot more to lose than a guy who's, you know, the, the employees that have been in and out. So the chance of them adhering to the rules and having, um, you know, to follow them and care for the place first, and then of course care for themselves. And which means caring for the place, by the way, means caring for their the customers of the place. Um, that puts them at a more trusting or a better trusting point than any other place rather than the place that uh, has the um, revolving, you know, uh, circle, uh, you know, what, what they call the revolving front door where these guys are in oh, yeah. and out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in and out every five seconds. No, you've got people that are committed to the cause, committed to the place. They're vested into the place. They, they're, they're part of, you know, part of the place, part of the, 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 uh, the idea, part of the, uh, you know, the, um, uh, I don't know, part of the chemistry of the place, part of the, um, the momentum of the place. It, you could just go on and on of the description. And, and that's, in my opinion, what makes the huge difference of why pick your place, John, versus pick other places. Um, 
I personally, I'm gonna tell you this, that's one of the things I will look for personally. I wanna make sure that if I go to a place that I'm not being put at risk. That's why I'm extremely selective about the places. I do go out and I do go to restaurants, but I'm extremely selective about it. And I wanna make sure that I'm not obviously putting myself in danger and I'm sure um, you know, not putting others. So when I would recommend a place like yours, and hence the reason for us bringing in a, a, a restaurant uh, on, on our show, is because certain places, in my opinion, that stand to lose a lot, that have been around, that are strong, that are healthy, that, are, um, that, that have vested uh, interest into the community, uh, vested interest into their business, and employees that have vested interest into that uh, business, I think are the places to go to now because these places, they know that they want to protect their customers probably as much or more than they want to protect their, their, their themselves. I would say equally, but you know, no, absolutely. Um, so places like this and, and you know, it's, I'm, I'm sorry to kind of step in and, <laughs> and do your talk, but, uh, in, no, no. in, in, you know, in businesses, you can tell a business that, um, that has a lot. I mean, you know, it took us a lot to build a, a, a good or a good solid organization. So I know the the, the struggle and, and the whatever of having to find those guys that care. They don't just show up for a paycheck. They show up because they care. They want to be a part of the success of the place. So people like that, you know, uh, make the place successful because they give you your their their undying devotion. You know, they're they're just 100 um, percent commitment to everything. So, um, go ahead, Taryn. I know you, um, John, tell, <laughs> you want to ask more. Well, I want you to give out your contact information. Like what's the website so people can go to if they want to look at the menu and, you know, learn a little bit more about the restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's www.teakorlando.com. Okay. And then we also have our, uh, Facebook, which is facebook.com slash teak Orlando, or you can do Facebook.com slash Teak Maitland. All right. And that's Teak spelled T-E-A-K. Um, Correct. Yeah. Well, I have to say it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. And you have definitely made me hungry for food. It's definitely. Yeah, as we wind the show. And again, guys, uh, one last point. Taryn had to get the contact information in, which is great. But one last point is. Employees that own, that care means ownership that that cares. So if the ownership is part of your community and they care, their employee it, it shows immediately on their employees. Their employees will care. They'll take good care of you. So if you want to go to a place that's part of your community, my opinion is find a place like John's. Um, I would go to John's first. <laughs> you know, for any reason you can't. Uh, John is closed after midnight. Well, he won't be for long. God, God willing, he will not be for long. Yep, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, that we all go back to to uh, the well, at least the new norm. But hey, you know what? Sure. Uh, the new norm uh, being germophobics is okay. But you know, uh, business will come back to normal. I'm I'm positive, and you know this. The, all this will 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 you know we'll be sitting at, here and and laughing about it a few years from now. Um, and as things go back, but at least now we appreciate a lot of things that maybe we, t- we took for granted before. 
Um, no, I, I, I talk about myself. <laughs> He's, you know, um, but uh, again, John, uh, as as Terrence said, it has been a pleasure. Uh, we are definitely honored to have had you here. Um, and, you know, anybody. I thank you guys. I thank you for the uh, support. And I, I thank you for taking the time out to. Uh, to, to listen. You owe me a burger, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, <laughs> Thank you, bro. Absolutely. Next time you guys come in, make or, or, or planning on coming in uh, to whatever location, just, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you over my, my info and uh, hit me up before and I, I'd love to be here. You got it. Absolutely. You got it. It'll be a pleasure, my friend. It'll be a pleasure. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much for coming over and, and hey, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to have someone in our neck of the woods that's successful and that is helping to the success and, and you know, aiding in the success of and, and stay Central tuned, Florida. List, uh, you know, look out for uh, Teak uh, Neighborhood Grill on uh, the Cooking Channel July 29th at 29th, 9 yes, sir. So, so 25th is today. What day is the 29th? It's coming no, up. So Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. So okay. Wednesday at what time, Taryn, again? Uh, 9 p.m., right, 9 John? 9 p.m. Yep. 9 p.m. Yep, 9 p.m. All right. I'll, I'll be watching, man. <laughs> awesome. I look forward to it. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thank everything. you, John. Thank you. We appreciate your time, right. my friend. Uh, again, in conclusion, guys, um, you know, as we wind down this uh, episode, um, you know, I, I say this all the time. Stay local, shop local, spend your money local. Everybody needs it at this point. But more importantly, is look for the for the Johns of these organization guys. These guys, the, the people like John that care, and it trickles right through to their employees. These guys is what you want to spend your money with. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. Yeah.